Good morning, Johto. My name is Lane here at the Goldenrod Radio Tower in Goldenrod City, bringing you Good Morning Johto, your daily Pokemon Go, TCG, and Scarlet and Violet news. But hey, it's Friday, and you know what Friday means. It means we're having a guest today. We're having Jamal from the Spotters. We had Lachlan last week talking about their one-year episode that came and went. You can go listen to that on their podcast, The Spotters, talking about Pokemon Go, Ingress, all the different things. Go listen to that episode. It's fantastic if you haven't listened to it yet. Let's go ahead and get Jamal on the horn. All right, everyone, it is Friday morning. We're here with a new guest. Guest, can you introduce yourself? Hey there, everybody. It's Blame Jamal from the Spotters podcast. Hope everybody's doing well this morning. Jamal, I I was struggling when you and I were talking about this because we had Lachlan on last week to prepare for your guys' 100th episode. Congratulations. So Thank you. Now that people know who the Wayfarers are, I didn't like, – so they are familiar with the podcast. It was – but you guys have a different story. So tell me, how did you get into Pokemon or Pokemon Go in general? Because I find this very interesting. Yeah, so I was like 24, 25 when Pokemon came out. Not their demographic at all. And in 2016, when Pokemon Go came out, a bunch of the younger guys I worked with were just going crazy. And I'm like, what is going on? And by day three, I'm like, all right, I've got to download this. and You guys have got to show me what to do and how to play it. I knew Pikachu, I knew Mew, Mewtwo, you know, coming up. But for, you know, 20 years or so, I had no idea what was going on with Pokemon. So when Pokemon Go came out, downloaded the game on day three. I'm a very proud Game 3 play, uh, day player. And now I'm level 50, closing in on 300 million XP. That's so insane to me because it, it, it's something that I, I've listened to you talk about this before. Is there like was it the socialness of the game and then you're like whatever IP was there you would have been okay with it or was it no so Pokemon is special Pokemon's like Disney and I know that even though yeah. I wasn't a player and to see my friends just going absolutely bat crazy because they could see their their boyhood Squirtle on the screen and I'm like you know what this seems to be pretty cutting edge and like everybody I know is playing it. Let me get in on this early so I can be one of those early adopters. You know, uh, you always hear about people like I've been playing Call of Duty and I've been playing Metal War and all this other stuff from day one. And I've got this, that and the other. And I'm like, you know, Pokemon is big enough that even me, who's a grown man, when it came out, didn't know anything about it. And I just jumped on and I joined Tim, Team Instinct because they were all Team Instinct and very proud Team Instinct that we just have been going. And now, you know, six years later, five, six years later, I'm the only one out of that group that's really? still playing. I'm out there grinding and they've moved on and they see me and they're like, you're insane. And now you're doing a podcast. And I'm like, you got me started is my buddy, Anthony. He got me started and he's moved on to something else. And I'm here still grinding every single day. It, and it's so crazy too, that you say that of you're the only one continuing. Cause I think that's why, and I tell people this and it is the craziest thing. And I heard this years ago, Pokemon go is in the running for greatest game ever created because I will say without Ingress, Pokemon Go couldn't have sprinted like Ingress crawled to make Pokemon Go into what it is. But Correct. it's the IP. Other thing has tried to be Pokemon Go, but it is after six years. I've never played a game, let alone a year or two, but six years every single day. Right? right. Like the amount and continue to be fresh, continue to be that. And I think with you saying with you being the only one, what's great about this game is you can leave and come back. Yeah, you can. 
that we I've had people that I know that have been like, hey, I'm stopping and come back a year. And it's even better because there's so much they've missed. Right. Now, growing up, I played Madden off and on and did this and that. And, you know, but I never played it every day, like every day since the th- 6th of July, I think it was 7th of July, whatever it was. I've, I've played this game every day without fail. Do you, th- that's the thing. Do you have a routine? Do you, cause I, I, it's the wake up, roll out of bed home. Like what are the home spawns? Is there any routine that you have? Yeah. So I, um, every day at midnight, I do my daily tasks. I clear it out, right. Yeah. I clear it out every day. And then usually like, as soon as I get out of bed, I go find the nearest stop and then I spin. So I, I'm like a, like tap water just kind of running all day long i'm playing so i've got my you know my peripheral we're not supposed to say the gotcha but you know Voldemort that's as usually called yeah, yeah, Voldemort, the, the Voldemort. Yeah. i know the lingo yeah so i uh I, I i play all the time you know it drives my wife crazy but i'm always playing the game i'm always looking and now that i've started doing the wayfair like <laughs> I'm always looking for something like there's a mural over there. There's a statue over there that I'm not only am I playing Pokemon, but I'm trying to find new ways to get new things into the game. Because I think with you doing that, right. You're adding the new player experience to be better because I think when you're that the rural or someone trying to get into it and there's nothing around you, you put the game down. It's like that one person buying one game and nobody will play it with you. Exactly. When you're out on the bourbon trail in middle of Kentucky, adding random shots or you're you're out doing these things i do that all the time my wife will always know i'm up to something when i say hey on this specific date we need to go to the zoo right like, it's what? community okay. day yeah it's it's always community day it's always right. and then she's like okay why do you because it's a twofer i can like spend time with my family i'm rocking around and it's this game too like people losing weight it's getting me what it wants to do it is getting me out doing things and i think that that it's a great origin story to you jamal and it's something i want to talk about too with all the the people getting their new scatterbugs getting their new national all the different was it 18 different forms of yes pavilion however pavilion however however you pronounce it yes we all know what it is and i want there was something that you and Lachlan talked about before this happened and it's how can people playing any Nianta game, especially with Campfire now, with safety. Like you said, we, we you talked about safety. What's a way that we can do this event that, not even event, right? We're continuing this who knows how long uh, in Niantic wanting you to add random people. What is some Wayfair or Campfire safety that you would recommend? Yeah, so as Niantic continues to roll out Campfire to more people, safety is going to be an option. So Lachlan and I talked about that first couple of days where it was like putting your exact location out there and people were able to see exactly where you caught the random Pokemon. You know, that's not very safe. But like I said, as Niantic continues to roll Campfire out, people just need to be aware of their surroundings and they really need to be aware of who they're adding to the game. Because you really do give away a lot of your anonymity when you're playing Niantic games because there's a map. And uh, I'm an Ingress player, you know, level 15 green team. And people can notice your patterns and they can notice the same thing in Pokemon Go. Like if I send you laying the same gift every day, you can pretty much figure out that I go to that spot every single day. And if I send you these three same gifts, you can figure out I either work, live, or hang out in that area so what i would tell people is just be aware like if you don't feel comfortable 
adding a bunch of random people or people you don't know, even in your own city, don't do it. Pavilion is cool, but remember, this game is long-term and it's a grind. You don't have to get all 18 forms right now. Don't do something that you're going to regret later just to get a pavilion. So don't think that you've got to put your friend code out there on Twitter or wherever. Like, think about your safety. I'm a dad, right? I've got two younger daughters, 13 and 10, and they both have accounts, but they don't actively play. I wouldn't let them, and I never let them add strangers. The only friends on their list are people that are in my local group that I personally know. Those are the only people on their friends list. So I would just tell people, use your best judgment. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. And I think especially, and you said it wonderfully, I think even just getting rid of people, right? Like yeah. getting the scatter, getting your scatterbug thing, getting out. And then it's also part of the game for me. Uh, personally, I don't care about the form. I just care that spot on the Pokedex is filled and I, yes. I, I'm good to go. But I know there's some people just because, especially right now, you go to Twitter, hey, I'm looking for this, this, and this region. Here's my friend code. That yes. there's so many that after you and Lachlan put that out there, the it, it's it, the incentivizing, and you guys said it too, this is just the start to campfire. When the NBA it All is. World comes out, when the Niantics yeah. more stuff comes out, this is just the beginning because not even everybody has access to campfire, right? That is, right. is barely in its infancy. So that thank you for what the safety as well. And like, this is a morning show. We're not, we're not a lengthy people, but you are already prepared this. And I'm so happy, Jamal, your go-to yes. breakfast. If I, you are there and you say, this is my breakfast, you already have it written down. <laughs> this is, this is how I know you're passionate about breakfast food. Like I am. Yes. What is your go-to breakfast? All right. So we're talking about shredded potatoes, love it. egg whites. Cause I'm an old guy and eggs kind of mess with the old tummy. Yep. Crispy bacon, sausage, green peppers topped with shredded cheese. That is like the best breakfast. Do you mix Tom any of it? Do you like, is the, Oh yeah, you know, you got to mix it yeah. all up. You mix it all up. You yeah. mix it all up. Tall glass of apple juice, no ice, but like chilled apple juice. And then a tall glass of ice water. Then you get some wheat toast. You butter it lightly. And then you put the sausage and the bacon and the eggs and the yeah. hash browns inside of the bread and you kind of fold it up kind of like a taco and then take a big old bite yeah i scoop up on the toast right like the leftover stuff yes. you're scooping because that's Scoop how i know exactly because you're not my my wife does this you're you eat your potatoes and then your egg whites no you're you're cutting it all up together it's when it's there. everything is there together so and that's I, it's great best breakfast i love you like that is fantastic and i knew exactly with the apple juice in any juice if you're adding ice I, I question you. I question. That's if, right. It, it has to be a cold juice. Yes. I just went to. Um, I'm South-ish. Getting the Waffle House. I almost ordered this exact <laughs> menu. Like this is exactly what I get at Waffle House. Yep. Jamal, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. This will not be the the first time. It, it's quick. We're easy. We're painless. We're not these hour two hour podcasts like the Way Spotters podcast. Tell me where can we find the Way Spotters podcast. So the best place to find the Waste Spotters podcast is to go to our link tree. So go to link tree and type in Waste Spotters, W-A-Y-S-P-O-T-T-E-R-S. From there, you can see everywhere where you can download the show. You can find our Patreon. You can find our Discord. You can find our Twitter. That's probably the best place to go. 
and you can hear Lachlan and I goofing off and talking about how to improve your local area. And it's great. So yeah, just, uh, I'll send you the information. You can put it in your show notes, but just go to the link tree and type in waste spotters. And that's where you'll find us. Love listening to the waste spotters. It's something that you guys just had your hundredth episode with the, and then tell me real quick about the Niantic, uh, the, uh, the old employee, what is it? The, that you guys yeah, just put so out it was it was uh, episode fifty. We just put it out, so we didn't have our hundredth episode. We just had our one year episode. You're, so sorry, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So year. episode right. fifty two. So we just interviewed the former product manager of Niantic Wayfair, the lady. She was in charge of Wayfair. So if you were to pull up Wayfair and you were like, "Who's the boss?" It was her, Dan B. Lee, Dan Dan Bocat. We interviewed her back in August, and we just we just dropped that for the Christmas episode. And we are actively working on getting more Niantic employees on our show so we can bring the good word to the people when it comes to POIs, waste spots, and anything that goes along with Niantic games. Go listen to the waste spotters. It's very iterated on the lured up. Was it Pokemon Professor Network? Pokemon you can find Professor anything. Network. That's yep. how I found out with the, with the waste spotters because it's not just Pokemon Go. You guys are Wayfair in general, which is very interesting. So go check out Jamal and Lachlan. Thank you so much, Jamal. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody has a great start to their Friday. We'll talk to you soon.